When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dr. D here, popping in just to tell you about our friendly neighborhood painting gallery. The painting gallery with no name is a friendly painting competition to encourage accountability to your pile of shame. At the end of the season, praise and prizes will be given out as a reward. At the end of the season, the Discord will vote on two winners. These winners will get a prize, and then we'll raffle out additional prizes to the remaining participants. At season end, we'll announce the winners on the show and celebrate one of the best parts of the hobby. This season's theme is a character with flight. MCP, 3D printed, or a Marvel board game, they'll all count as long as they follow that theme. Remember, take a picture of your unpainted or lightly painted model. Then paint the heck out of it. Take four photos of the freshly completed masterpiece and send us all five photos at furypainting at gmail.com by February 6th to submit your entry. Make sure your five pictures have your name on the file so we know where to send the prizes. Good luck and have fun. I speak for everyone when I say we are excited to see what you managed to paint. As of right now, we are at war. How desperate. You call on such lost creatures to defend you. How desperate am I? You threaten my world with war. You steal a force you can't hope to control. You talk about peace and you kill because it's fun. You have made me very desperate. You might not be glad that you did. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if they can become something more like the battles that we never could. Welcome to Fury's Finest, a podcast about a discussion of Marvel Crisis Protocol and the Marvel Universe. My name is Jesse Aiken, and we're back. It's a quick emergency episode. This is going to be in the middle of your current programming, so don't be confused. Next episode after this will be a little bit of time jumping. But how are you doing today, Chris, my co-host on this fine MCP day? Good morning, Jesse. I am so excited. I think this might be our first emergency pod. I honestly can't remember. <laughs> I know I we've had maybe some, we did some one for the ones. errata. Maybe we yeah. did one for the errata yeah. pack, but I don't remember if that was one we waited for the next news episode or if we just did it. Or we like just bumped an episode or something. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but I absolutely love doing emergency pods. We have got so much news. I'm sure you all have heard about the news so far, but Atomic Mass did it again. You're right, Chris. They did it again. Late November, early December. Apparently, it's just a very special time playing this game because we got gifted this time last year with the character Arata's tactic card changes blew our minds. Hulk went from being the one of the least viable models of the game to possibly the best model in the game <laughs> overnight, as he should be, as we've I talked was gonna about say, many times. If, if there's going to be a best model in the game, Hulk is a pretty good option. And we say best model, we mean pound for pound, potentially, especially after the Malekith changes. But they've done it again, Chris. This is a big deal. This crisis card it's huge. announcement change. I don't know. They've gifted us so much recently. I'm so 
happy is, and humble. This is just massive, honestly. Which is massive too, because like these last couple of weeks, they've given us these sweeping big things to the game. They gave us small changes that impacted a lot of things in the game, like the two Malekith changes, like Sabretooth and Logan being affiliated with their respective teams, right? So like I was already like happy for the year. I was like, wow, what a great spot. Ranger of the year strong. I couldn't be any happier for MCP. And then now they've done this and we've got a lot to talk about today. We have a ton to talk about. We have got new map shapes. We have got a new crisis. That's right. We have a bunch of crises changing. Like you, Jesse, I'm overjoyed for these changes. I know that some in the, uh, and I know we're, we're not exactly a meta competitive show, but some in the competitive community were getting a little worried about some crisis stagnation and some of the, some ex- how exploitable some of these crises were. And that is gone for the moment. I'm sure we will find ways to break some of these in the future, Hopefully, but not. it's going to, but it's going to take time and hopefully not. And atomic mass has shown that they're willing to, to uh, make the changes that need to be made. So even if we do break one, Jesse, I have every faith that it will get rectified, but they future-proofed this game big time with these changes, and I, I cannot wait to get into them. Absolutely, Chris. So before we get into those changes, let's just get to a little bit of business. Fury's Finest is sponsored by MrLaser.com and Discount Games, Inc. Go to MrLaser.com and Discount Games, Inc. for Marvel Christmas Protocol needs. Cannot recommend these sites enough, guys, if you do not have a local store to support. They have never messed up an order of mine, and of course, they have gotten them out the door so fast and get them in our hands. So it's a good way to supplement your models if maybe your local store is out or something like that. It's a good way to get online and buy some products from them. And also, we've sang the praise of Mr. Laser's trays, but we'll continue to sing the praises. You can get a Mr. Laser tray while you order your models. Of course, Chris, this show is supported by our patrons at patreon.com slash Fury's Finest. If you enjoy the show, consider supporting us and joining our Discord community. We thank all of our patrons for their support. Chris, this week we have a new patron, Aurelian. You know, forgive me if I mispronounce your name. Could be French, could be Romanian, could be it's something else. It's confirmed right? cool, whatever it is. Yeah, it could be French Canadian. So Woo-hoo. thank you for supporting us. It's a big deal. And of course, Chris, we could not do this show without our avenger producers right absolutely it's it's a nice little group we have here right so it's rusty dylan nathan brian rich and jason thank you so much guys it's time to get into our emergency news update oh my gosh marvel crisis protocol crisis card changes okay so we've hinted at a lot we've talked about a lot and we're gonna just kind of do this naturally and you guys kind of follow along at, at home with us we've got some new crisis shapes in the game so let's start there chris before mm. we even get into any of the crisis card changes map a is gone wakandan herbs Hooray. The, the weird shape of map a it's all gone from the game now Wakanda herbs is already gone as you know dear listener but also now the shape is gone so now the crisis shapes start at b and end at l man We've got Madness. some new shapes to talk about. This is going to be fun. Game ma- turn zero math. Oh my gosh. Everything is just hitting me as we go through this, Jesse. So forgive. <laughs> <laughs> well, absolutely. Well, let's talk about the original crises first. So now it's just B through F. They are unchanged, but they have gotten a facelift on their cards. They're a little bit more clear. The art's a little bit different, but B is still 
that tried and true perfect shape of MCP. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay by that statement. Also, if you notice, the yeah. B maps haven't been changed and the crisis changes. So mute Madman being my favorite, being unchanged. My favorite crisis being unchanged. I loved it so much because it is so balanced and the shape is so fun. So B stays the same. Right and, and and those B maps, those B crisis, those feel like crisis protocol, you know. Yeah, and we love B maps because of how it feels like crisis protocol, like Chris is talking about. Because you've kind of got like two teams mm-hmm. on each side, you know. But continuing with the shapes, we have the C map still right across that midline, the midpoint, and the two that side dodgeball map, baby. That's right. And then of course that leads us to D, which is still that same beautiful wide diamond shape. Love so it. Th- these long moving teams are always going to excel on this map still e is still straight down main street like we lovingly call it it's just the c map but flipped straight up and then f is that tighter b map but with also the center point added so very good chris but we've got to move on to our next letters of the alphabet oh our new mass we have g and g is very cool because g <laughs> i just said f is a tighter box shape of b Well, G is a tighter box shape of F. G is just like a square right in the middle of the map of four points. Very cool. Yeah, they're they're very tight. It's uh, it's just a a downsized B. So it looks like there's what maybe a range two, three, a range three between each of these. A little tight box in the middle of the map. It's whoo. It's nice. Uh, it's going to be, be some fun. interesting stuff that happens there, right? <laughs> well, we still got to get to my favorites, but uh, H, of course, H, H is going to be two only. They're going to be on the midline, just off center, just like C, just like C, but only two. And a little bit of spoiler alert for our coming crisis talk: they did away with the C deployments that are just the edges only, and this replaced it. So think back in the day when we'd had Terrigen Mist and fisk witnesses and it would say just use the side c's remove the middle c that whole scenario is gone for the game too now we have h that's just two side points but they are very close in the middle which yeah, i think is they're really cool. way closer together than uh being on two opposite sides of the map yep. which is going to be way more conducive to fighting that's right but chris moving on we got an eye shape and the eye shape is this very interesting because it's c but it's c turned slightly diagonally so it's like it's a little safer c shape it's like know? at a 33 degree angle you're gonna have your flank point will be closer yeah uh, and it will so, be on your right no matter how you set up so think a c shape but just right. a slightly closer right flank right yeah your left flank is going to be pushed just off the center line towards your opponent and your middle point will be right in the center as you are used to. So it's going to be very interesting, kind of a, putting the game on a little bit of a different plane. Absolutely. You now think, think in 3d, you know, think in uh, 3d space instead of just 2d, a 2d map. And yeah, it's kind of flipping, flipping the whole plane of the fight, uh, which could be very interesting for ranges and maths and, and all kinds of little things. No, absolutely. And I, my mind is just a bustle with all these changes as someone Same. who likes to help organize and run local events with terrain in particular. And I'm thinking, oh man, just the possibilities of things that can happen with terrain are so much more dynamic and interesting now. And, and wall crawlers and characters with flight 
stock go up in a lot of ways because you got to think about there's shapes that people aren't ready for. There's angles they're not ready for. And now if you're moving mm. unimpeded over that train because you're a wall crawler flight character, this is pretty cool changes for you. But we got to move on, Chris, to Map J. Map J is pretty wild. I, second favorite map. Okay. Second favorite new one is J. So J is a modified D in some ways because the sides of J are those wide side points of the D diamond. I always say D diamond to help me remember. But then the top part of the diamond, the bottom part of the diamond, typical on the D, are just scrunched right in the middle of the map. It's like D and uh, C put together here. So so. it, it, it is a C map, but with four points. And instead of one center point, we have two center points off off the center line. Yep. You're going to have yours closer to you, and your opponent is going to have one closer to them. And whoever's standing on them, I, it looks like you're going to be able to secure both with one model. Uh, and yep. it is going to yep. be very fighty for that middle point. Very exciting. But Love Jesse, it. we got to move on. I know. To map K. I am not sure how I feel about map K yet. Map K is. A, another derivative of map C. This is all going to be, this is going to be a dodgeball type type map with four extra, with four points instead yep. of just three. Uh, you're going to have your two side points as normal. They're going to be four in. Yeah, actually a little bit more in than C because C is yeah, three in. So. A little bit more in than C. So it is a little so bit more compact. Tight. But on the center line, the true center line, we're going to have two points. They're going to be both just off center. So K, another dodgeball map, four extracts, two very, very close together. This one looks interesting. We're going to see how this one shapes up. Yeah, this is like Super C, right? Yes. It's more narrow from the sides, right? And then you add one more point on it. So it's like, think if C was just more narrow, how much more intense that would be, right? These are some some fighty maps, dude. Yeah, they they chose some aggression with these sort of builds. But yeah, also to kind of visualize at home, we just talked about J, the diamond being narrowed, super tight. We got two in the middle. It's the same with K, like Chris just said, but it's rotated. So it's like two in the middle, but they're on the mid midline rather than being on the main street line. Very cool. And Chris, we got to close that with L... I'm so excited about this map. I have no idea what it means, but the this first was thing my favorite. I, when I saw this, I immediately thought of you. I yeah, thought of some you of our love it. of history. <laughs> this is our revolutionary war, like musket bayonet charge lineup line. It is nuts. So just think about the center of the map, six points, three and five in from the bottom and five and two from the side. And that's the furthest one on the edge. So really we're just like, if K was the super C, this is kind of the super E, you know what I mean? Where it's just like, Hey, what if we just had like a million gammas by each other? It is (laughs) is six points right in a line facing off two opposing lines of three right off the mid point. They're very close together. I I know. (laughs) And I really tried to hold my excitement and trying to keep my thoughts about models that could be played on some of this. Well, I mean, we still have to, we still have to digest. Oh yeah. What is, what different crises are on what new maps. So, but my first thought on this one is if this is a secure, I mean, one of our favorite characters, Colossus, this just could be his map. He could just be the most specialized character on this map ever. I want to let, I want to let the listeners in on our pre-show meeting 
Jesse said, I think I know which one of these is going to be your favorite. And immediately he was correct. Um, <laughs> but list, dear listener, as soon as I saw L and big shout out to Sandbox here, Sean from Warfare Weekend, I yelled immediately, Akani Because <laughs> Cable. <laughs> Cable looks Cable. good right here. If these are secures, man, get him flipped on his backside and just yeah. Oh, a two, a billion dice, healing everything. All six <laughs> secures are right there. Oh, it's so gross. They chose aggression. This is this is a big big deal. All this is crazy. Yeah, big big shout out, Sandbox, the uh, only opponent I've ever been able to pull off a cool Akani San against. Awesome, good stuff. Well, Chris. We've got to talk about the crisis card changes, and there's a lot. And I think the first thing we got to do is we got to talk about the new crisis. I knew you were going to do this to me. I haven't even, I've only got to read this one like three times. I'm still trying to figure it out, but all right, Jesse, break it down for me. Let's do our best. It's on map K, which I've dubbed the super C. So just let's start there. And it is an extract. You got to, you got to let them know the name. It's pretty good. Well, dear listener, you know how affectionate I am towards alliteration, <laughs> hence this show. Paranoia, pummels, populous. Mm. Such a good, pulpy, alliteration-based title. I love it. It's it's a 16-threat extract, Chris, and it is on that map K we talked about, which is that super C with the four points on the midline. Scoring on this one is... Players score one VP for each disturbance a character they control is holding during the cleanup phase. So you're going to pick up these disturbance tokens. You have to be holding them. So, of course, we have some cool interactions and triggers, like always. It has a special ability, interact with a disturbance. Pick up this disturbance. A character can only hold one disturbance at a time. So once again, that's good. Not multi, can't hold multiple multiples of these. When a character picks up a disturbance, if there is not another allied character with, within two of it, it suffers one damage. So if you go in alone, you're going to take some hits. It's not a good, not a good crisis for uh, new Logan, huh? Well, inversely, he could just heal it off too. So yeah, yeah there's there's some cool stuff going on. Yeah, one we'll have to see. Because I'll be playing Logan in every list for a while. God, there is so much. There's so much we have to figure out now. This is a whole new game. It is a whole new game, 100%. And the final part of this is some interesting triggers during the cleanup phase. During the cleanup phase, so immediately you would score these, and then this would happen. During the cleanup phase, if one or more characters holding a disturbance are within two of another allied character, those characters controlling players score one VP. So Jesse, I think I think we've got this correct. I think during the cleanup, you're going to score one VP for every disturbance an allied character is holding. So potentially yep. four VPs there if you're holding all four disturbances. But additionally, after the initial scoring during the cleanup phase, we've got one more trigger to, to resolve, and that is disturbance you are holding. If you have an allied character within two of the character holding a disturbance, you can score an additional VP. Goodness, that's a lot of hoops to jump through. Yeah, and keep in mind, too, the scoring happens. Like, let's say I have Laura, range two of Honey Badger, very common occurrence. Laura has the disturbance. She scored one in the round for the disturbance, then she scored one for being two of Honey Badger. Right. But also, if Gambit was next to Laura within range two, holding a disturbance, we, we would have scored his at the top of the round as well. But then additionally, he would trigger off of Laura. So it's like even Honey Badger wasn't even there, they would trigger off of each other. But what I find right. so cool about that is like two people holding disturbances can trigger off of each other. That's a good way to say it. 
but also they can trigger off of an ally without a disturbance. So yeah, this is going to open up the game a lot. Also, it's another 16, which is, we don't have a lot of 16. So that's good. Yeah, very good. And I've kind of alluded to something, Chris, while we're here, threat values, 14 is gone from the game. Oh, let's all take a second to rejoice. Yep. This is, that's a good move for the game. A very good move for the game. And Jesse, something has occurred to me while, while we've been kind of dissecting this paranoia pummels, mm-hmm. beam attack stock just went way up. Sure. I mean, so not, just, too, not right? just with paranoia pummels populace, but with all of these new shapes, they're so tight. They're so compact. It, look, this is something we were talking about pre-show, and I think this is the natural place for me to just go into this. They have taken a lot of these things with the game that have kind of, as I alluded to before, kind of been hindrances at the competitive level, very high levels of play. And in, in, instead of changing characters, nerfing characters, you know, they did that with what they had to with Malekith. But man, with these new shapes, with the the way these crises have been changed, I, I feel like all of these things we've been kind of complaining about have naturally been taken care of. No more single extracts. Yep. That that means Black Cat is now not as big of a problem at all. Without Black Cat having and Voodoo stock, yeah. Without having to nerf them at all. The characters themselves. Yep. Awesome. If you can fix the game, the bell curves of characters' powers actually matters less and more in different ways. And a Absolutely. big reason that is is a character like Colossus, he's lower on the bell curve of power for four threats, but it's also like on a map like L, Colossus is going to be a champion. He's going to be the best bodyguard ever. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. And it's rewarding players who like to play characters that like to play less than meta splashes. There's yeah. a lot of things going on. And I think that's really good. And one of, like you said, there's a ton going on here and it's going to take months to really figure it all out. But just something that has has really been impressed upon me as we've gone through this is just that how many more styles of play are now back on the menu. Absolutely. I think a lot of teams stock, a lot of teams that were not very competitive at high levels, their stocks have just gone right back up. And yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll kind of go into that at the end of the episode. I think that might be the the last, the last, yeah. the parting shots might be, you know, what and are our picks for too. teams? Yeah. But Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this. I, I think X-Force is, is back in, in a way. They're not going to be super competitive, but... Reps are reps, man. If you reps got your reps. X-Force reps in before this point, and now you play new crises, you'll be more ready than other players. So yeah, I I, I think it's a very exciting time. But Chris, yeah, we got to move on. We've got a Do bunch we? of changes to crises. I could oh, keep I know. going. I could too, and I'm keeping myself reined in because... <laughs> We've got some crisis changes about. Right, let's do it. So we're going to go alphabetical. Let's start with alien ship crashes downtown. Of course, it's still an extract. But as Chris kind of said, and we've alluded to a lot in this episode, and if you haven't read the blog post from AMG about this being a three-year anniversary gift to the community and to the game itself, and they said one of the biggest changes was getting rid of single extracts. So and I'm so excited about that. And that change is apparent right now. We're reading the first crisis. Alien ship crashes downtown. It's still a C map. You still pick up power cores, but now there are three cores instead of one, which is great. That's great. Also, you just pick up the power core. There's no rolling to get the specific die result that you'll roll 30 times. Some games never shows up. In other games, Toad will roll it round one and walk into a corner, right? So that 
is amazing. The subjective automatically is completely different. And we get a new clause entirely added to the alien ship. So keep in mind, now we have three power cores that are scoring three VPs on the map rather than just the one that was scoring two. So a big change. Interact power core, pick up this power core. A character can only interact with can only hold one power core at a time. So once again, can't double up there. Also, there's the clause during the cleanup phase, each character with three or more power that is holding a power core rolls three dice for each critical failure. So a skull and each wild in the result, the character holding the power core and all characters within two of it suffer one damage. So if you've got three or more power and you're holding a power core, there's a chance it's going to overload and damage your allies and yourself. Wow. This is this is a completely different objective, Chris. Completely different objective than this core set objective. This is awesome, man. We have so much playtesting and not enough time to do it. 100%. So I, I just love this. Time will tell. We'll see how this goes. But Alien ship is a 17 threat now. So uh, no, it is not a 20 threat anymore. It is a 17. That's going to yep. change your maths. All right. Let's move on to one of the bigger problems. Yeah. Deadly legacy virus cured. Uh, it's going to stay the same threat at 19. It is going to stay a C shape, but we've got some changes here. Yeah. All, if you have all three legacy viruses, you will score six points, not eight. Grunts cannot hold three to gain the VP points, which is huge. Yeah. And the last bit is the cure does no longer clears conditions. So that part's just erased from the math and everything. They don't do anything special for you on top of them being a VP scoring thing, which I think is good. That's a good yeah. change overall because it was kind of a win more, right? Like remove incinerate and be holding the VPs. Impossible to get that Hulk down when he's removing every effect, you know, that's yes. allowing you to to bring him down to earth a little bit as part of your game plan. Removing those stuns, like you said, removing those incinerates. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough. But this is a great change. Yeah, and the best change of all is, yeah, the six points is great, but the best change of all of Legacy Virus, because I think it was kind of just a game-breaking. It was my least favorite crisis in the game. I think it was complete game-breaking, yeah. followed quickly by Gamma. But I think now, when you assemble all three viruses, you don't immediately KO and score. That's actually what happened at Warfare Weekend when I played Mike. He assembled it with Hulk at the top of a round, exploded, game's immediately over. Yeah. So you don't get to play that round out, right? That's a that was a common way people win legacy virus all the time. It's not a good feeling for you or your opponent, honestly. That no, is it's, gone. it's a negative play experience. And yeah, it's that gone. is gone because now it says instead during cleanup, the character is KO'd and they score the six VPs. So if Hulk mm. has all three, you still have an entire round to attack him, get him off him, maybe take one off with a human torch hot touch you know there's a lot of things you can you do go. to not make the bomb happen and make the scoring happen and get another round out of it which i think is great in fact you're already getting another round anyways because normally when they would assemble it the round would be over the game would be over that'd be it because eight vps and it just immediately happens now it's six vps and does not happen until the entire round's over i think that's absolutely incredible awesome but chris we got to move on to fear grips the world world as worthy terrorized cities. Of course, it's hammers. It's still on map D. It's still four of them out. And you still get one VP for each hammer you hold during the cleanup phase. It's one of the community's favorite, favorite uh, things to one play. One, it's a classic. It is a classic. So you still add one die to all your attack rolls for each hammer you're holding. But they did change one small thing. It's less taxing. So originally you used to be, hold two or three hammers. And then you have to pay more for your crisis cards based off the amount of hammers you held now that is just capped to one so you've got cable with two hammers which Amazing. obviously is a great place to be one more for tactics cards instead of two which is good it 
So yeah, I, this makes tax cards more viable, makes it more fun. Slight change to hammers, but not a big deal. But Chris, we got to move on to senators. This crisis has changed entirely. Senators is now 19 because 14 has gone from the game. Thank goodness. Thank you. There's six of them now instead of one senator that you have to hunt, right? They're worth one VP each, and they restrict you to move only once per turn, okay? And of course, it it's on a brand new map because we have six extracts on the map, on map L, which is we got all the senators lined up in the middle of the map, just hanging out. They're chilling, they're talking, you know, and then blam. Everybody's going to take them. And, and yeah. I just, I want to remind everyone that, that map L is that six, six points all just about in the middle. War. Yeah. Uh, so... That's going to be fun, man. Turn one is going to be interesting. It's going to be a race to the senators and then also the dodgeball, like, baby. Exactly. And think of those range characters, how much value they're getting out of this. They're just going to walk up. Oh, I have been. And shoot. Yeah, I know you have. You've mentioned his name many times this cast. But this last little clause, I think is really cool, Chris. Instead of having the defensive debuff, now you just can only make one move action per turn. So very much keeping with that dodgeball sort of theme in some ways, like you can only get away so far Dude. and you've got to fight. You've got to stay there with the center potentially, or you've got to do something to get out of harm's way with only one move. Jesse, it is, it is becoming apparent to me that your shield roster might have to change. Yeah. But I also think my shield roster got much stronger with these changes. Cause there were certain, oh, I, I think so too. You just, Cause they're a more fluid team. Yeah. You're just going to have to have some different characters in that, in the, in the splash spots, I think, but yeah, every team's going to change. Very interesting. Yeah, so let's move on to research station. Pretty cool minor change here, but a big one. The way you play, it's still the same. The setup's still the same. The only change is that now when your researcher is at that back point, when he's at the evac point, he's not scoring two VPs. He's just scoring one. So it's going to guarantee potentially another round. A lot of good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's just good for attrition teams, baby. But Chris, let's move on to scrolls. It is our 20 threat in the game. It is our 20 threat extract. We have a 20 threat yep. secure and a 20 threat extract, which is good. Searching for the scroll is gone. The RNG of that is gone. The one scroll is gone. We now have four scroll agents mm. on the map. And this is a new map. Once again, it's map J. So let's reference that again, Chris. That's that super squished D shape, really, is the way we talked about it. Uh-huh. Those, those two side points and then the top and the bottom of the D shape being squished into the middle. So there's four scrolls which is very cool. And there's a couple changes. So you score one VP for each scroll you hold during the cleanup phase, pretty basic scoring, but there's an interact pick up a scroll agent character can only hold one scroll agent at a time. So keep in mind, none of that double dipping stuff, then roll dice equal to this character's physical defense. If the result does not contain one or more crit or wild results, the opposing player now pushes this character short. So a way to think about this, Chris, is this is spider infected, but it's happening when you pick up the scroll. So your opponent, you could roll bad, and then your opponent's like, oh, you picked up that scroll, and he's trying to run away. I'm going to pull you into me because the scroll's pulling you into me. And it's spider infected that happens when you do the interact, not during the later phases. I find that very cool. Just look, it's just more fighty. More fighting, less running. This is good. Chris, every single one of these crises I read, I'm just like, spider foes stocks are just massively up. Like They've got so many cool things with Makes these. Makes me feel bad that, that I've been <laughs> playing them recently, because if they jump to the top of the, the top of the you know meta, I'm going to not want to play them. You're going to get your cold feet. Yeah, we know how it goes. 100%. Okay, we got we to gotta move on. 
I am happy to report that Spider Infected is unchanged. So yes. So thank you for that, Chris. Yeah. So I, I find it cool. We got Scroll and Spider Infected next to each other, and they're kind of similar. Uh, Spider Infected is. Keep in mind, I've been using this analogy of the scroll pulling you. It's a little less likely with the scroll. With the spider infected, it's hit, crit, or wild. You get to be pulled short by the spider infected, right? The scroll, it's crit or wild, but it happens when you do it, which is more dangerous. Yes. It's a cool like juxtaposition of the two because spider infected is going to happen more often. You're going to be pulled a lot more often, but it's at a safer time. Scrolls is like, do I really want to pick them up and just get pulled into enemy lines? You know, that could happen. Because it's that map J. It's it's already tight to begin with, right? <laughs> Look, it's yeah. It, like I said, man, they have just made fighting. It's just gonna, we're just going to fight a lot more. Yeah, but and we got to move on, right? Because we're going to have a lot of discussion at the end to talk about our our what teams we think are going to go up and down. And I'm trying to hold us back because we've got so many more crises, Chris. So cubes, one of my favorites in the game. You know this? Yeah, it's it's classic. It's classic. It's changed. So cubes is damaged now. Instead of happening at the top of the power phase, getting your power from the cube, then the damage in the power phase, it's now during cleanup. So you would score cleanup normally, and then the cube power would happen, and then the cube damage would happen, and then you'd be on to the next round in a new power phase, right? And get power like normal. What's interesting about this is characters are no longer out of the game during the power phase, which felt bad. That that was really brutal, Getting being having to choose between losing an activation uh, for an entire round and scoring a VP. It was really tough. Uh, I mean, I literally, Chris, at Warfare Weekend, I talked change. about it. I, I picked up some cubes with, with Torch, and then I shield-mobiled him yes, to my back point because I knew he was going to die, right? But I had right. to score some points. Those are the things we had to do. So what's interesting about this, Chris, is... It has changes in the other way, though, in the attrition way, where it's like characters will just have more damage on them innately from this because they're, people aren't being dazed and becoming invisible, right? They're just going to have damage all around because it's happening during right. cleanup. This also makes healing factor teams still really good at cubes, which I love. And also, but it gives you questions, the healing factor team, like, oh, well, since Laura had two cubes and she took two damage in the round, now she's at like two health left i probably should just go with her first i should just have to right to get that yeah, and if you off. don't have priority it puts her in a really tough spot so you're Great scoring objective. with characters with your three threat characters especially you know uh, attack batteries like laura you're gonna have to be a little bit more careful absolutely we got to move on chris to montesi this is pretty subtle but great change though uh, montesi has changed from 19 threat to 18 no big Big changes. The Mystic Beam, though, this is good and this is interesting. I think it's a very solid change. Uh, the Mystic Beam is now Mystic, not, not energy. energy, and can no longer add additional dice or modify dice when using the beam. So it is a beam three strength six attack, no matter what. Yeah. And no re, yeah, as Chris said, no, no re rolls, so no, no added rolls. No death decrees from Thanos, no yeah. juggernaut charges, adding more dice. So very good. Just getting in this, reining this in and kind of being the, the mid scoring objective it's always been. And they just made the damage a little less spiky. And I find that very cool. And also that's good. it's mystic. It's mystic. So it's like, that's a change. We're going to experience that change. But moving on, Chris, Cosmic Vaults, it's still 16. It's still that D shape. But now they can push in any direction. The vaults can push in any direction. So... During Love the power that. phase, some cosmic vaults will radiate cosmic energy, starting with the player with priority. Players roll one die for each vault they control. 
If the result is a crit or wild, the character gains two power and then is pushed short. The opposing player resolves this push. So it's no longer a way. You can no longer do weird stuff with backstopping and, and kind That's of good. manipulating it. So I find it very cool. It's gotten a little bit more aggressive because uh, your opponent can obviously push you in with the vault now. But it's basically stayed the same. Deadly Meteors. One of my favorite objectives to play the entire game. And not a lot of people in the community play it. So the scoring change, let's start there. It has changed from owning the majority of the bombs to get three to now just pay to flip three objectives worth one each. I find this very cool and just very clean. That's, that is very Jesse style too. Yeah, because originally it was it's that. It's not only is nothing. it a pay to flip. Yeah, it's a pay to flip and it's a guaranteed. I can count on this. I can. That's true. I can factor this in. I know exactly what's going to happen is very Jesse. So you still got to roll your energy dice and that's the same. Yep. And remember, and if you roll one skull, you suffer a damage. But what's changed, Chris, is it's no longer C. It's now I. So it's been mm. rotated. So it actually, in fact, is a little bit even more Jesse play style because your flank one is safer. Yep. But then your opponent's back one is further. And I find the player that can play that better can just play that better than a C shape. They just can because. For sure. There, there's defensive and offensive plays which are harder to pull off and i'm really excited to play this eye map i'm probably gonna do the first thing i'm gonna play yeah I, I am too it look it just looks so interesting the the juxtaposition yeah, of having that like yeah having the the safe point the middle point and then the the opposing point is just it's very interesting it's gonna be very fun to see how this one shapes uh shapes out but chris do you want to read our next two because um they're tried and true all right, Jesse. So let's move on to Demons Downtown. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, no changes. That's good, I guess. Normal. It's, I mean, yeah. look, it's fun. Solid it's objective. classic. Infinity Formula. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, no changes there, which I think is good. I think Infinity Formula is very balanced, a, a very yeah. classic map. It is. It's my favorite secure to teach the game on, Chris. Yeah. It, well, like I said, it, I think there's a few secures that are just kind of classic MCP because yep. there's no real shenanigans to them. They're very straightforward. And it's just that, that squad versus squad, see how it goes. And then it, it, like you said, it's great for teaching the game. And then you can start after a couple games on that, you start introducing some more of the complicated crises and start showing all the wacky wacky things that can happen but yeah i think it's great call to leave infin infinity formula as is well you mentioned wacky things are going to happen gamma wave let's, i'm very excited let's do about it. this it's no longer wacky in the way of how much crazy amount of scoring can happen every round so gamma was always problematic for the game in my mm -hmm. opinion because it's a tight map it's a dice off in a lot of ways. And then on top of that, there's always six points on the table, which is so many points every it's round. It's a lot of points. That point scoring has been reduced. The objective is still the same. So instead of the far gamma, your opponent's, the one in your opponent's deployment being three, it's now worth two. Instead of the middle gamma being worth two, it is now worth one. So now it just basically guarantees, Chris, the game goes another round or two as compared to the old gamma, which I thought was problematic because I think if you're playing two competent players at all, the game will never see six rounds with old gamma. And it was just too swingy. Yeah. 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 You're playing with two competent players and then one of them just spikes unbelievable on dice. It's probably just over because scoring just happens. Or even just gets the right pushes, you know, like that's one of those, that's one sure. of those maps that like last activation, 
Late round pushes. Yeah. Yeah. Late round pushes just go from you were you were going to score one point each to now somebody is scoring six because they rolled two wilds and the game is magically over at round four completely, you know, just completely avoidable, completely luck. I mean, of course you have to engineer the situation. Don't get me wrong, but it was just too easy to do little things like that. And just the game's now over. Like you said, too many points that can be too easily gotten for the game to really be the game they wanted it to be. I think. Agreed. Yeah, they want the game to play out. They want people to get all the activations out of their models yeah. that they feel like they had full game. I think game. they want rounds five and six to be happening pretty often. So, Chris, that leads us into intrusions. I find this very cool. Slight tweak, barely at all, but the intrusions portals no longer damage you when you go through them. So, you know, Weapon X, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, not really, because Weapon X before was getting more benefit out of it because they weren't taking they, they were, were healing they were healing that off now i don't know I'm man now i'm unsure yeah well it's still giving them ways to get back to that dossier it's still giving them ways to yeah, move around the map for, sure. for a lot of heavy hitting yeah for yeah. a lot of physical heavy hitters uh to get double taps and to move around get closer to that dossier like i said uh which is huge for them uh you get that dossier to laura and it is ggs 100 percent so a couple changes just that are pretty simple, but pretty cool. Mayor Fisk witnesses. I kind of alluded to it earlier, that C shape where you ignore the middle and you kind of gets confusing. That's gone from the game. So witnesses has changed from that only two C sides to the map H, which we talked about was basically the two C sides brought in a little bit closer. And this is cool, Chris, like witnesses is going to be another brawly fight. So we'll see how it it changes and it's already dealing damage, but closing out, we've got a couple ones that are unchanged. Mutant Mad Men is unchanged because it's a perfect objective and it's it's why it's my favorite. It's good. Yeah. I like it too. Spider portals is also unchanged because it's another perfect objective. Like I love these pay to flips that are just, the shapes are good. The effects are good and simple sword base. Chris is our next one on the, on the discussion. Sword base has gone up to 15. And so the 14 is gone. That's good. Which I think is great. And they changed something cool about it. So they changed it to map G. So reference at home listener map G is that super narrow B shape. It's the box, but it's just tight, which by the way, this thematically makes it more sense for a sword base too. Like, <laughs> yes, like it does. Little console setup. And then also it's still a, just a 50, 50 flip. You roll a die and see if you flip it. I love that. But also now during the power phase, the push is a little bit different. So during the power phase, the player controls more consoles than their opponent. So keep in mind that changes too, because there's four of them. Now they command the base of security system may choose to move an enemy character. The chosen character is pushed short. The opposing player resolves this push. So less likely to happen. The shape is a little bit different. There's four of them. You got to have more consoles. So you got to have three out of four. If your opponent has one with have two, nothing happens. This is all good, Chris. And also one VP, each for these you know yeah, this is this is a great change honestly yeah sword base was sword base was so just it was one of those ones yeah it wasn't for very sure. fun wasn't... to play it was a lot of negative play experiences for me mm. uh, especially with you know because you know how it goes you're getting pushed and your opponent is not and they're resolving all the pushes right into their heavy hitters you know it just yeah it was a pain I get you saying. Like I said, not a lot of negative play experience, and uh, they it looks like they fixed that problem. I still need to play it, but 
Looks good. Looks fun. Yeah. And also, closing out our crisis changes, Terrigen Mist has been removed from the game entirely. So I was kind of alluding Deuces. to the side sheet, the side C shapes just being gone. Witness has changed to a different shape, and Terrigen is just gone. So I feel like there's a reason for this. But yeah, Chris, this is really good because we we lost a secure, but then we gained an extract. So the numbers came more in line with what we have in the game. So it's like there's more extracts. The other extracts, the extracts that were problematic were fixed. And then we lost a secure. So it's like the game felt very like secure heavy for a while. Yes. It's going to be where our discussion starts. And because the secures were scored, they were high scoring. There was so many of them for variability and there was less extracts. And then you had the fact there was single extracts on top of that. So if you got a single extract away from your opponent and you won the secure, you were pretty much only, you pretty much just guaranteed to win the game. And some of that was keep away strategy, which AMG has referred to even in their blog. They don't want the keep away strategy. They want you to be an active participant and the extracts and the secures the whole time. But I think we're in a new renaissance of the game, not only because of new crises, but I think the way we play the game now has dramatically changed. And I brought this up in the find us patron discord we went from being secure heavy and kind of focusing on keeping maybe that one extract but the extract was less important than the secures to now extracts are number one that's that's my takeaway from this and secures oh, are number two number two because think about it all the extracts widen massively they score a lot there's some even some new ones like are you know triple p mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. that is a potential of an eight point swing like chris said if you do everything right but it's hard to do with extracts oh it's gonna right. be very hard but i love that like they're putting more emphasis on going after the extracts but then of course extracts are always by nature harder to do than secures because there's more hoops to get through so i like the fact that extracts are more there's higher swings on extracts now if you do everything right if you score them and the secures are kind of leveled out they're kind of just like medium scoring and that is very cool because now we're encouraged to always interact we're encouraged to fight we're encouraged to get extracts off of each other as much as possible and there's a lot of them too it's a new era it's a very new era i'm my mind is abuzz with possibilities so jesse i do have a question for you yeah before we close out here yeah 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 and honest answers only there there is no wrong answer here when you read all of these changes what team did your mind jump to first what team in your head were you thinking about whenever your first read through with this and of course some some changes are going to bring other teams into your head, of Absolutely. course. But what is the team you keep coming back to? Like, oh, what does this mean for for me here? Because I have an answer for this as well, and it is not what I was expecting when we started this episode. Oh, very good. So I think I, of course, I looked through this through the lens of X Men Gold, and I feel like I assumed if you. If you're a good X-Men Gold player and you've got the practice in and you know how to play the team, these are overall good changes for you and exciting because there's a lot of variability with the secures and the extracts and gold's kind of a fluid play style. But also what I really thought about when I saw this, Chris, was our practice web warrior players just the top. Are they just the top of the game? And That's as what they it feels should like be right now. Yeah, it feels like that at the moment. But on top of that, inversely. We're kind of, I'm talking about two objective based teams, X Men Gold and Web Warriors. Of course, those come to mind. I think, of course, they're going to do well. But inversely, I think attrition teams got a boost in the arm without, while also penalizing the tall attrition teams. And I think that is a cool, cool change. This is why I was talking about Spider Foes, because they're kind of, we talked about Spider Foes being a 
mid-range team. They can go between attrition and, and objective very easily, and they're very good at both fluidly. They're not perfect yeah. either one, right? I'm really and enjoying find, them because of that, yeah. They're really good in this new format of the game because of this reason. Inversely, and also topically here, I think those teams that were just like, oh, my team is Malekith, Juggernaut, and X other big character, I think those teams are not as good. And they're punishing you for that. I think that's pretty cool. I think the super, super tall teams are going to kind of struggle, but I think they'll still do yeah, fine, especially on some they'll of these fighty ones. Yeah, they'll, they'll even out, but it's going to be a harder hit for them initially. It'll change. Eventually, there'll be new characters uh, in the game. There will be new crises in the game that will change things. And we'll go through a period where we'll be back to tall lists. It's, it's always going to be evolving. Yeah, and keep in mind, when I say tall, I'm not saying a team with a five- or six threat that's a normal team i'm saying a tall team a team that is three activations right i'm saying a right. team that is so i think that is hurt a little bit by this but at the same time chris generalized attrition fighty teams just got better if you know how to choose your crises because yeah. there's just more fighting happening right so you mentioned x-force that comes to mind just right off the top of the head is getting better and weapon x looks very exciting right now i, I was gonna say i think i think weapon x is just the <laughs> almost the just strictly better oh. version of X-Force at this point. Yeah. Um, X-Force desperately needs a new leadership ability, but attrition teams definitely went up. Okay. Uh, I do have something that was going through my mind is my Mystique Brotherhood team. My my back okay. pocket little um, project this year. Yeah. Project slash, you know, Dark Horse. This hurts them, in my opinion. Uh, these Ew, new map shapes do not work very well for Mystique's leadership. There's a lot more extracts, though. That helps. That does help. That does help. But the secure game is what mm -hmm. that team, the way I was playing it, caveat there, is what that yeah, team yeah. really focuses on. And now that secures are a little bit more steady and a less, less swingy, it feels True. like the extracts are where the swing comes now. Uh, it just it it hurts that team a little bit, and I'm okay with that because these changes are overall good. We still have Magneto, and maybe I just need to uh, reevaluate how I'm playing the team. I, it's probably still very viable. Maybe just a little more situational now. I mean, I would when Malekith got changed, and with Blob and Pyro just out now, I was literally thinking, our Brotherhood just the best team in the game now? Yeah, generically, and I think they are. Generically, they might just be the best team in the game. But well, obviously, there's a lot of sure. There's a lot of caveats. Well, yeah, and just all their character cards. Oh, yeah. They have the best slew of cards in the game, without a doubt. And I think they're right on the heels of Steve with Malekith being knocked down a peg. So that's really interesting. But there's a lot to talk about. We'll have, we're going to talk about some more episodes. Yeah, I. there's no way to know. There's no I way to know. I think our After Darks are going to be very interesting for a little bit. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But I also think just Web Warriors were in a tough meta. They were in a tough state of the game with crises, specifically extracts. And now that that's been fixed and changed, they are coming back with a vengeance. And I'm very excited to play more Web Warriors. And I, I'm happy I put in the time this year with them that I did, Chris, because, um, well, it's apparent more Web Warriors are coming out. Thank you, AMG, for those spoilers. Uh, <laughs> beautiful models and sculpts. Oh, my gosh. I mean, still no Silk, but... Surely we'll get her one day. I'm excited about I know. that. Not fast enough. This has been a fun news update. And like, there's so many, we can make this a really long in depth discussion, but we wanted to want basically to. shoot from the hip, give you guys all the information in a concise format and our initial thoughts. And we will obviously return to this in the future, our findings. We hope you can use this episode as a resource to learn the shapes, learn the crises and kind of hear our initial thoughts. Kind of digest things and uh, 
Yep. Think about it. None of this, none of this episode was like Jesse said, we were shooting from the hip here. These are all just initial thoughts. We will see how everything develops. Uh, and we are super excited to hear from the patrons on the discords, in the various communities, in other podcasts. I'm super excited to just figure these things out as a community. This is very exciting. Very fun. It's a new game. It's a new game. It feels like the errata. It feels like when the game launched, but there's Even so bigger. many more teams and so many more characters now and such a bigger community. True. I, I, it just makes everything more interesting and more fun from my perspective. So awesome changes. AMG. Bravo. Bravo. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I cannot agree more. And of course this is a free document if you didn't know that already. So you can print off your cards and start playing immediately because this is now in effect. Fury's Finest is supported by our wonderful patrons. You can become a Fury's Finest patron by going to patreon.com slash Fury's Finest. You can find us online. Find us on Twitter at Fury's Finest Cast and, and Instagram, Facebook, and Twitch at Fury's Finest. You can always email us at furiesfinest at gmail.com with any inquiries, ideas, or collaborations. And leave us reviews on your podcast platform of choice. It always helps us out. Man, thank you so much for that, guys. It's awesome. You guys are awesome. We love you so much. It's just... I don't know, man. Uh, it's really cool. You know, it's super exciting. It feels and like, great. I guess we haven't talked about this on the air, Chris, but it's it's a cool thing because, you know, I posted this in the patron discord, which was, of course, just a big deal. But it's like we got our Spotify stats and, you know, they're just Spotify oh, stats. But, you know, because we know most of you guys listen with, through multiple podcasts. Sure. Apps. But I mean, we got crazy, mind blowing, humbling information like we're in the top 5% most followed podcasts on Spotify. That's 95th percentile. That's, That's huge. Right. Our podcast was also in the top 15% most shared globally too. And I feel like those kind of cool. go hand in hand. So it's like you guys are like following us and then you're sharing it, right? Thank you. Which is a big Thank deal. You. Thank you. You and I created almost 3,000 minutes of content this year, which we'll talk about on the year end wrap up. But I just, just amazing stuff. And you guys keep us humble. Thank you for that. And you guys keep us going. Your listens, your follows, and your patron support. And of course, your reviews. So We've always said time and time again, can't support us on Patreon. That's completely fine and completely understandable. But if you can, follow us on your podcast platform of choice and then just leave us a review. That helps us out a lot. It helps a ton. And uh, you guys are very awesome and we are constantly humbled. You give us the the strength to keep going. So thank you very much. Of course, you can find Chris and I online. You can find me, Jesse, on Twitter and Instagram at Jesse Aiken, on Longshanks at Jesse Aiken, and on Discord at Fury's Finest. Chris, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter at Chris Bruffett, B-R-U-F-F-E-T-T. -T. You can find me on Longshanks. And yeah, I'm Chris Bruffett on there. Very good. Yep. Strong style on the, on the Discords. Perfect. Well, we appreciate you guys listening to our quick takes on all this stuff and we hope you enjoyed this episode and you know stay tuned we'll have more discussions on this in the future but until next time thanks for listening true believers excelsior the world has gotten even stranger than you already know at this point i doubt anything would surprise me 10 bucks says you're wrong 